Welcome to Good Morning Vale. I'm your host, Gretchen Pleshaw. Happy July 21st, Monday, July 21st. I can't believe it. It's already that time of year again. Back to school. Happy back to school to all the kids out there that are getting ready and young adults to go back to school. We have a great show in store for you today. The beautiful and powerful Bright Future Foundation, as well as Home Outfitters. So keep it right here because Good Morning Vale starts right now. This weather report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at that weather for this Monday. 8 a.m., 57 degrees, a high of 84. Rain, 20% chance and mostly sunny. Winds south to southwest at 10 miles per hour. So gorgeous day out there. Make sure to soak up that summertime sunshine. 8 a.m., 57 degrees and sunny. Noon, 74 and sunny. 4 p.m., 79. A little bit of cloud coverage heading our direction around that time. And then 8 p.m., cooling off. Temperatures cooling off at 69 and partly cloudy. So a beautiful Monday to get on out there and soak up that sunshine. Let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. Eagle, 89 degrees. Avon 85 degrees and 20% chance of rain. Vail 84 and Denver 98 degrees. So summer is still here. A low of 54 degrees tonight, 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy, and sunset at 7.55. Winds south, south to southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a look at that week ahead. Tuesday, it looks like scattered thunderstorms, 80 degrees. Wednesday, same precipitation, 76 scattered scattered thunderstorms, and then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, some rain heading our direction with scattered thunderstorms. So we're going to get some of that precipitation and cooler temperatures, as you can see, Saturday, 73 degrees. I hope you have a great day out there, and keep it right here for more TV8. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best-performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vale Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vale.com. 
Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall. It's hard to miss. Come and say hi. Give me a high five. And make sure to watch me right here on TV8. amazing person and interviewer got to go over and talk to the bright future foundation let's check it out All right, I am joined here with a group of very special ladies joining me on the couch this morning from Bright Future Foundation, a nonprofit that focuses a lot of their work on assisting victims of domestic violence and sexual abuse, or really anyone who has been affected by, uh, by domestic violence or sexual abuse. They're here to talk to us a little bit about everything that they offer, all their programs, resources, and all the amazing work that these ladies do in the community. I was just mentioning to them that they do such incredible work that they've touched the lives of many people in our community, so I'm very grateful to be able to speak with Alma, Leslie, and Mariana today from Bright Future. How are you all doing? Good. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, So why don't we start off with each of you introducing yourselves. Tell me a little bit about what you all do and your role within Bright Future. So I'll start with you, Alma. Yeah. So again, my name is Alma de Lara. I am the advocacy supervisor and I really take the lead uh, with Avon cases as of right now. I do also do bilingual advocacy, so I also have my own caseload. And additionally, I run the Rapid Rehousing Program, which is uh, potential rental assistance for up to two years and the whole time we are doing uh, case management with at least monthly check-ins, if not more. Okay, wow. Leslie, what about you? My name is Leslie Cano. I am one of the bilingual advocates at Bright Future Foundation. I primarily work in the gypsum office um, with, you know, a few days in Avon, possibly. I work with both English and Spanish, and I do case management, and I ensure that our clients are connected to um, resources that best fit their needs. Perfect. And Mariana, you work with our youth, so tell me a little bit about your role. So my name is Mariana Rojas. I work with youth primarily. Um, I am the Violence Prevention Youth Advisor at Bright Future. And what we do is run the um, Buddy Mentors Program, as well as do healthy relationship classes within our schools. Um, And we use the curriculum from One Love. Awesome. Now, we've kind of started touching a little bit about what you all do, but tell me a little bit more specifically, um, what's what's really the focus or the mission of Bright Future, maybe some of your programs that you all run or, or services, resources, stuff like that? Yeah, so Bright Future is a nonprofit that helps uh, residents from Dot Zero to Vail, okay. so only in our county. Um, it's a nonprofit that helps domestic violence, sexual assault, human trafficking, and stalking, um, and... What else? Some of the programs, resources. So I know you mentioned yes. rapid rehousing is one of them. Yes. So tell me a little bit about a little bit about that. But also you all offer maybe legal support, um, economic um, support, even mm-hmm. mental health a little bit. So 
What are some of those other programs? Yes, definitely. So it's broken down in three sections. Okay. So we have uh, prevention, which is Mariana and Joe. Uh, we have crisis intervention, which is the advocates. Mm -hmm. But then we also have long-term long healing, which can include housing and our therapeutic services. Awesome. Um, we do have legal represent well limited uh, legal advocacy. Mm -hmm. Christy, our on-staff attorney, can help with divorces, uh, child custodies, and things like that. But more importantly, also protection orders and ensure the safety of everyone in the home. Mm -hmm. um, she does some representation, uh, but always, always, always is able to answer questions, advise, uh, help fill out forms, yeah. and just overall guidance. Uh, we do also have the SANE and FNE program, which is, stands for sexual assault nurse exam mm -hmm. and forensic nurse exam. Um, and what Bright Future does is we partner with the nurses that specialize in that uh, in order to get clients who have gone through uh, any strangulation, any physical abuse, mm -hmm. uh, the medical and the emotional support. Um, and along with that, they can also uh, decide at that point if they want to do a, a report with law enforcement, if okay. they want to do a report uh, anonymously mm -hmm. and not give out their identity or just hold it, or they can do a medical report, which they add an identifier to uh, the evidence collected mm -hmm. at one of the exams, but don't give out their full identity. Okay. Um, wow, that's super important and I think a very crucial step, you know, in, in all of this process. Now, I know you also have the uh, Bright House in Gypsum. Um, we were talking a little bit about that before, so tell me a little bit about this because I know it's also such an important um, resource for, you know, for people in, in maybe in need of temporary housing. Mm -hmm. Yes, our Bright House uh, shelter is located in Gypsum. Um, our shelter stay is temporary, uh, but during your stay at uh, Bright House, you will meet with your advocate mm -hmm. um, pretty frequently in order for us to help you get into some stabilized housing. Um, we do accept families, individuals, um, and all genders and races, um, so we're not limited to anyone individually, but okay. everyone is welcome. Yeah. Um, something else I wanted to um, bring up is we do have three different uh, rental assistance programs mm -hmm. available at Bright Future Foundation. One of them, Alma, mentioned rapid rehousing. Um, we have our ensuring freedom that is run um, by Patty primarily, and I do help out occasionally with our Spanish. Um, and we also have um, really important financial coaching yeah. um, and financial empowerment. Um, this is where you get to meet with Patty, your financial coach, and you, you guys meet. Um, meet to come up with a plan, um, for example, like learning how to open a savings account yeah. or, you know, coming up with a plan on how you can grow your savings account. Um, so you guys work together in order to pass those barriers that may have come up, you know, at, during the relationship yeah. or at some time in the life. Absolutely. Now, Mariana, we mentioned at the beginning, you work with our youth mm -hmm. and specifically the Buddy Mentors program, mm -hmm. right? So tell us a little bit about what that looks like. Yeah, so it was actually established in 1983, so okay. it's been around for a while. Um, it's based on the model from Big Brothers Big Sisters. It's a national program, and it's exclusively for Eagle County youth. Okay. So what we do is pair them with a trusted adult that we have vetted through our um, background check process. Mm -hmm. And youth are usually referred to by like counselors or anyone in the community can refer them. Um, the only requirement for youth is that they are 6 to 17 years old and that they want to be in the program. And for senior buddies, we do ask that they are 21 years old, that they um, have an interview with us, that they complete the background check, as I mentioned. And um, they also have to commit to meet with their junior buddy for at least a year. Okay. And also just off, um, go to the trainings that we offer to them. 
And then after they've been matched, we just like to support that match and do whatever we can to make them feel welcome there. Now, what are maybe some of the activities that um, you know that a that a senior and a junior mm-hmm. um, buddy might partake in, or where do they usually meet, or kind of what yeah. do they what does that kind of meeting time look like? Yeah, so it's actually up to them whatever that time looks like. Um, after we match them, they can like choose whatever they want to do. Okay. We try to match them based on maybe personality similarities or interest similarities. So usually they just pick something they want to do, and mm-hmm. we're just there to support. We offer at least one or two uh, free events a month okay. or just low cost. Perfect. Well, that is a lot of work that you all do and a lot of programs and resources and support that you all offer to um, to survivors. I want to speak about the crisis hotline that you all have as well, because that is another super important part of the work that you do. Um, tell me a little bit about it. Is it um, you know locally managed? Because sometimes I know there, there might be national hotlines mm-hmm. or state hotlines. Um, and how can folks you know maybe take that first step in making that phone call? And also, when is it maybe better to dial 911? Uh, so our crisis hotline number is available. Um, it's a line that's available 24-7, okay. and it is locally run by our, our staff. Mm-hmm. Um, so really what the process looks like is the client will call our crisis hotline number, and then they will be connected to an operator, and they just say, you need to speak to someone in English or Spanish, and then they will connect you to uh, the appropriate person to talk to. Okay. Um, our hotline um, is really if like you need to talk to someone, um, if you want to process, you know, and you don't know if, the relationship you're in is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the best time to call 911 would be if you are in, if there is any active danger or if any, there's any violence um, towards any minor in the household. Okay. Um, so that's really your crisis. Yeah. No, that's super, super helpful and useful mm-hmm. to know. Um, what if somebody is not in a, in a situation of crisis or in need of immediate help but still wants to contact you ladies or maybe learn a little bit more about uh, some of those programs or resources that you all offer? What would be the best way to go about contacting you all? The crisis line continues to be the best form of contact just okay. because, like Leslie said, it is 24-7, mm-hmm. holidays included, um, and people are always ready to respond, even if it's just inquiring about our services or learning more about how to go into the Buddy Mentors program or who qualifies for the shelter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a website, mybrightfuture.org, if they just want to learn and are not ready to take a step or are thinking of referring someone. Um, there is a Facebook page called uh, Bright Future for Eagle County, Bright Future Foundation for Eagle County, and then an Instagram page called Bright Future EC. Um, But all of them are great resources if you want to follow our pages, but always, always, always contact our hotline to get a live person and get immediate attention. Mm -hmm. Now, I did uh, mean to ask this earlier, but a lot of these programs and resources that we talked about, is there any cost associated with them um, or, you know, kind of what that, what does that financial part look like? Mm-hmm. Most, are, most of our services are free and voluntary, uh, such as uh, our therapeutic clinical re, uh, services. Those are free. Same with legal, same with housing and shelter. All mm-hmm. of those are free uh, for our survivors. What we do charge for is our court-mandated parenting class, um, and that's that one's open to the public, which is okay. why we charge for that. But mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, most of our service for survivors should be free. 
Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us today. I appreciate you coming and sharing a little bit more about what you all do because I know it's a lot. Um, but just, you know, having uh, um, a little snapshot into your world and into all the amazing work that you do. I can't emphasize this enough. I think, you know, you are touching the lives of many people who are who may not be in the best circumstances, you know, but that I know that through your work and through all of your dedication, you are helping improve their lives. So um, thank you. And uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so, so much. much. Of course. <laughs> We are going to take a short break, but we'll be right back, right back with more of the show. Good morning, Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Hi there. I just wanted to take a moment and introduce myself. My name is Avisha Scarborough, and I'm the host of Vail Vibes, a show about all the amazing stuff going on here in Vail and surrounding areas I'm going to tell you all about so you don't miss a thing. And I just want to say that I love being part of this community, and it's an amazing place to be. Good morning, Vail. Living. Let's check it out. We are so excited to be here on this special shoot at Home Outfitters, where we are hosting an episode around refreshing your living space. And what better place to do it than with the experts here in the Valley. So Donna, thank you so much for hosting us here and telling us all about your lovely business. So before we get into Home Outfitters, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in Vail? Tell us a little bit about your background and everything there is to know. Um, I've been here for, gosh, started working here in the late 70s as director of design for a hotel company. Um, so I've been here for a very long time. Moved here in the 80s, raised my kids here. Uh, started out in Vail uh, with my own design business. But uh, the route here was a little circuitous. Uh, graduated design school, worked for a very large uh, uh, showroom, just like ours, had a large design department, and we did quite a bit of high-profile work. Um, and one of our uh, jobs was to do a second home for the owner of this uh, hotel management company. And after we finished the house, he asked if I wanted to move to Colorado. They were moving their corporate headquarters. And I thought, hmm, Cleveland... Denver, um, there was really no yeah. choice. So it was a great move. It was a great move. And with that, um, tell us a little bit about 
Home Outfitters and how it came to be part of your family. Well, the history of Home Outfitters is it was started by Susie Anderson and Paul Pensabine in 1990. And they were, uh, the showroom was in the Dachon building. And where is that? It's in Westvale. Okay. It's been there forever. Um, And they grew a very successful business. And in 2000, I think 2001, they sold the business to uh, Jeff. uh, As you would mention to me, it was Jeff and Roger, right? Jeff and Roger. Jeff Smith and Roger Egley. And they literally closed on the business the day 9-11 happened. So they had a pretty hard road in front of them. But they, too, grew a very successful uh, business. They pretty much were tired of it by 2015 and approached my business partner, Nancy Rader, who was a very successful retailer here in the Valley. She started one of the first, if not the first, carpet company here. Um, She started the Linen Kist. Um, sold it, bought it back, sold it again. and So uh, an underachiever in home design, uh, uh, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and moved down to the front range. I had moved away for a few years, moved back to Denver, and um, we got together over dinner one night, and she told me that this opportunity had been presented to her, and I asked her, well, do you need a business partner? And that's how it began. We bought the business in May of 2016. So we're going on seven years now. Oh, that's awesome. That's fabulous. Tell us a little bit about the name as well, because it's very appropriate as it relates to what you are doing. Um, Well, the real name of the company is the Paul Anderson Collection, and that came from Paul Pensabine and Susie Anderson. And Uh, It was just with respect to the fact that they were going to be outfitting homes here in the Valley. And um, it certainly makes sense. Um, We've been very successful in executing what the name talks about. And I I know uh, um, Nancy passed um, last year, and I'm so terribly sorry. And she was so fundamental to the culture of uh, the culture and the services of what Home Outfitters did. Um, Now that that you are moving on and and creating your own organization and, and services here, tell us a little bit about the legacy that you'd like to leave with Nancy. She was incredible. Um, We each had our own lanes that we worked in. She was in charge of retail. She was the queen of retail. Um, Handled a lot of the administrative. I did all of the design. So, but she taught me a lot with respect to retail and how to greet customers, how to treat customers. Um, Last year was a very hard year. Um, And it's taken us a year to get back on our feet and start feeling our way again. Um, We've made some changes here in the store. Um, We have an incredible team. Uh, It's taken us a while to get everyone together, Um, some of whom knew Nancy before, some of whom never met her. Um, But um, we're moving forward understanding that 
things have changed here. Uh, the demographics have changed since COVID. The age groups yeah, um, yeah. have changed. So we're moving forward with an eye to the future. And with respect to your direct question, um, in addition to everything that we do, this valley was very important to Nancy and nonprofit was very important to her. And so we've chosen to partner with another entity here in the valley um, to uh, honor her legacy. So we're just starting these ventures right now and we're all pretty excited about where we're heading. Well, and I look forward to, to talking to you a little bit about the nonprofit as, as one of your four focal points for Home Outfitters. But I think it's really important for our viewers to understand some of the milestones since you and Nancy uh, purchased the store. Um, and I think one of the big things is that you were interviewed on the Today Show for the fabulous work that you did with Michaela Schifrin's home. So please, I know the viewers would love to hear about that. Well, it, we weren't interviewed directly. Um, our photographs were taken as part of the show, but what an honor. Um, you know, Michaela and her mom, Eileen, would stop in the store on occasion, and this was after they decided, she decided to purchase her home in Edwards. And uh, this was incredible for us, not only from a PR standpoint, but it really was something that got us sailing as far as a design firm is concerned. They were a treat to work with, uh, you know, to have two, at the time, 60-some-year-old women designing a home for a 20-some-year-old um, was, uh, was, was great. It was a huge compliment. But, but it's truly a tribute to your design skills, your understanding your clients, understanding the demographic of the clients. Um, so I, it, it's phenomenal um, that not only chose you, but you know that, that you were able to decorate the home and fulfill all of her needs. Because as, as she says everywhere she goes, her home is her sanctuary. So She was very clear with us how important her home was. And uh, with all the traveling she does, uh, her parents, she lives with her parents uh, now with, unfortunately, just her mom after losing her dad. But um, she would text in the middle of the night because she'd be in Europe, and she'd send me pictures of what she liked, and oftentimes very contemporary. And we'd kind of laugh and say, well, Michaela, that'll work in a hotel lobby, not necessarily in your home. <laughs> but we get the idea. Yep. And um, every once in a while, Eileen would say, Donna, remember, she's a 23-year-old. Um, her tastes will change. And so as we do with all of our clients, we interview them uh, before we, we take on a job. We need to know how they live, what's important to them, how they entertain, who the family is. And that's what we did with Michaela. And it was it ended up being pretty successful. Well, um, I, I just, congratulations on that. Thank and you. Um, I look forward to talking to you in our next segment about your philosophy. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, 
free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast nuestra página web tvadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook TVA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Real businesses by Real Biz Kids. Watch and learn tips on how to start your own business. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi, I'm Ben Roof, and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog, Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Experience the beauty of fall on the rails of the Leadville Railroad. Take in the cool mountain breeze as you climb to 11,000 feet to watch the vibrant reds, oranges, and golds of fall come alive. Enjoy delicious hot beverages, learn some history, and relax with family and friends. Even your pets can enjoy a ride on the train. Offering daily trips, the weekend specials sell out fast. To secure your seat, book today at LeadvilleRailroad.com. This weather report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at that weather for this Monday. 8 a.m., 57 degrees, a high of 84. 
Rain, 20% chance and mostly sunny. Winds south to southwest at 10 miles per hour. So gorgeous day out there. Make sure to soak up that summertime sunshine. 8 a.m., 57 degrees and sunny. Noon, 74 and sunny. 4 p.m., 79, a little bit of cloud coverage heading our direction around that time. And then 8 p.m., cooling off. Temperatures cooling off at 69 and partly cloudy. So a beautiful Monday to get on out there and soak up that sunshine. Let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. Eagle, 89 degrees. Avon 85 degrees and 20% chance of rain. Vail 84 and Denver 98 degrees. So summer is still here. A low of 54 degrees tonight, 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy, and sunset at 7.55. Winds south, south to southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a look at that week ahead. Tuesday, it looks like scattered thunderstorms, 80 degrees. Wednesday, same precipitation, 76 thatter scattered thunderstorms, and then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, some rain heading our direction with scattered thunderstorms. So we're going to get some of that precipitation and cooler temperatures, as you can see, Saturday, 73 degrees. I hope you have a great day out there, and keep it right here for more TV8. Doc is looking at I'm here with Donna from Home Outfitters to talk about her amazing store. Um, you know, one of the things that we had talked about in preparation for this episode was about the four focal points of Home Outfitters. I think it would be wonderful for you to explain to our viewers about all of the diverse services that you're providing to everyone in the Valley. It does set us apart from... Um other showrooms here in the Valley. We obviously are a retail showroom. Uh, we value our customers. Uh, it's been 33 years in the making. Um, we also have our own full service design department. Right now there are four of us in the department. We're looking to expand. Um, the other thing that people don't know about us is we also act as a design center for the uh, designers here in the Valley. Also, if you're a realtor and your client brings in their own designer, we work with them as well. Instead of going down to the design center in Denver, we offer... So that's fantastic. So if I, coming from New York City, um, if I had brought in my own designer from New York City, I would come in and utilize your services. Um, that's great. Absolutely. Um, we have over 200 vendors that we work with, so um, we will let the designer do their job okay. with their clients, and then we take over from an administrative standpoint. Um, we have a warehouse with a warehouse staff, so that out-of-town designer doesn't have to find a receiver. We can take care of, of that aspect of the job. And then we will store and install when the time is ready. And then the last portion now is what we briefly talked about before, is starting a nonprofit. A nonprofit. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. So tell us a little bit about the clientele of each of those services. You mentioned the retail. Um, so that could be someone just walking in in the street. Maybe they want to get something reupholstered or they're just looking for one piece. 
Um, tell us a little bit about the designers um, as well. I mean, you're a designer. I mean, your history is phenomenal from redesigning the Brown Palace um, quite some time ago to um, uh, uh, redesigning the uh, suite for a dignitary from uh, the Arab nations at the Cleveland Clinic. So um, tell us a little bit about some of these other clients, like designers and uh, that you would... Brokers, right? We work with with brokers yeah. in terms of uh, they they will refer their clients to us. Um, we have an incredible staff. We have front of the house, which um, consists of Therese uh, Lissio and Leslie Alexander. They handle the designers when they come in. They handle and work with the retail customers. Then we have our back of the house. And there, as I said, there are four or five of us right now. We have lead designer, uh, Laura Sanchez, who is an incredible designer, great um, background. Her clientele is um, pretty impressive. Uh, her family was, she's now second generation, Vale, originally from Mexico City. Um, then ah, so it brings in a lot of cultural um, d- you know, differences in what people's styles are as well as, I'm, I'm assuming, um, multilingual. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's, um, we think, a real service to our customers. Everyone that comes in and visits the Vale Valley speaks perfect English. But there's something about, something reassuring about walking into an establishment and knowing that someone can speak your language. Yeah. And there are nuances that you just want to be conveyed. So um, then we have a design intern, uh, Maria Fernanda uh, Castellanos. She graduated not quite a year ago from uh, uh, design school in Texas. She is incredible support and is learning leaps and bounds every day, taking over projects. Allison Archard, um, contract designer, she works out of Denver. Uh, so she not only takes care of our clients up here, she has uh, her clientele down in Denver. And then Kitty George, who is our support. And Lord knows we could not operate without her. She kind of keeps us in line financially. Yeah, well, it, it takes an army. And it sounds like you've got the perfect one to to help meet everyone's needs. Um, I mentioned brokers earlier because I know that you also support brokers if they come into the store um, and purchase something for new homeowners. Can you explain that to our viewers as well? It's it's a a simple gift um, that we offer the brokers here in town if they want to uh, gift their clients. Um, we will match what their monetary uh, gift is. So if you come in and they don't want to pick out an item, they'll spend $500 and we'll give them a gift certificate oh, for $1,000. So all of you brokers out there, I hope you're listening to this. Come visit the Home Outfitters. Um, and we've been talking a little bit about your philosophy. So maybe you could help our viewers understand um, how you work with them so that you meet all of their needs. And I know you do it from an operational standpoint and from a creative standpoint. Will you share that with our viewers? You know, our job as, a de- as designers is not to impact or influence our style onto our clients. So when someone comes in initially looking for help, um, as I said before, we'll, we'll interview them. 
We want to know how they live, how many people, how often will they be here, how do they entertain, what's important to them, are there animals? And uh, we often ask, uh, it's great if you send us pictures of things that you think will work for you. And um, that's how we start putting together uh, our concept for our clients, always remembering this is not our home. This is us executing our client's vision. That, that's, that, that's wonderful because, uh, you know, as you demonstrated with Michaela earlier, it's you need, need, to, meet the, need to meet the needs of the client so that right. it's their sanctuary. Um, so you talked a little bit about your staff. Um, what is it that makes them so special? Um, you, you talked about all the different skills that they have, but you know, there's, it really does take a cohesive group, a collaborative group. Tell us a little bit what makes them unique. Yeah. Several have been here for many, many years. Uh, I think that Maria is probably our most recent transplant here, but there is such an involvement uh, through every one of them in the community. Um, whether it be volunteering with the Humane Society, um, whether it be um, uh, our warehouse staff. Uh, Martin and Jaime have um, done work outside of what they do here at the store. It's working with the community. There's a real sense of the fact that this is their home, and there's a dedication to that. And what geographical area do you service here um, in Eagle County or beyond? Well, we do work all over the country, but you know the breadth of what we do here is from East Vale to um, Gypsum. Um, there really is no boundary. In fact, there are times that we will make deliveries over the pass into Breckenridge or Keystone or through the canyon into Glenwood, so and and even Aspen. So we try and we try and do as much as we can for everyone. Which, which lends me to mention that for those individuals that in, in today's time, COVID has really pushed back deliveries. Um, I know people sometimes think that they can do it themselves and maybe buy off the internet. Tell us a little bit about your, your warehousing and how it can help people feel really confident about things that they may purchase on their own. During COVID, it was obviously very difficult. Um, all of our major markets were closed, so everything we had to do was online with ordering, direct ordering with our manufacturers. And we really focused on the companies that we knew we could rely on, uh, the companies that had good reputation. We knew the product was a quality product. Um, and so we started ordering in that manner. Um, but during COVID, it... Um, that life changed and people started ordering their furniture online. There's one thing, ordering uh, a dresser and having it arrived, oftentimes damaged because yep. that's what happens today. But there are pieces that I think are important and being able to sit in a chair or sit on a sofa uh, uh, are extremely important. It's an investment. And so we try and work with our clients and, and help them understand Yes, we can we can uh, point you in a direction where you need to 
or you should be assured that we know what we're looking for for you. Um, but it's become problematic in terms of transportation, delivery. Um, more often than not, things are coming in damaged. And it's wow. a huge responsibility yeah. to take on, um, you know, making sure that um, the pieces are, are um, replaced and the client ends up being able to end up with a product that they are happy with. Well, Donna, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time and sitting with Good Day Vale because it is so important for all of us to create a sanctuary in our home and to do whatever we can to refresh it. Um, so for all of you out there, um, please come visit Home Outfitters, whether you're looking to just reupholster something or you're looking to go to the back of the house and redesign something, or you're looking to be part of the nonprofit that Home Outfitters is going to be launching very shortly. Um, it really is important to come visit and meet Donna and her staff because they are something unique and special. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavale.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I'm so very excited to speak with Erin Polinski-Wade about all things nutrition. She is the go-to nutritionist for the media, and I cannot wait to talk to her. I have so many questions. How are you doing, Erin? I'm doing great. How are you this morning? I am doing really well. Thank you for getting up bright and early to join us. I can't wait to talk to you. I am so excited. I know that you know all things nutrition, <laughs> and I have so many questions. I was wondering... Number one, what is the biggest thing that we should know as people on the go? I am one of these people that I get up at five in the morning and I go nonstop all day to be able to keep the weight off. What should I be doing? Oh, absolutely. You know, when we are on the go and especially like heading into now, it's the back to school season. I have three yeah. little kids. So it is like an amazingly hectic time. 
we want to really think about how can you plan and prepare in advance as much as possible so that you're fueling your body, you're giving yourself good nutrition so you can meet your health goals in the easiest way possible. And I have, you know, kind of two secret tricks that I swear by. Okay. Um, one is smoothies. You know, smoothies are yes. amazing, but we don't all have time for smoothies and to prep and chop fruits and vegetables every morning. <laughs> so what I recommend, <laughs> um, if you take the fruits and vegetables that you want to put in a smoothie and you can do a variety, make them in advance, put them into freezer safe bags and freeze them. And you can do this like once a month. When you want that smoothie, all you have to do is take that bag, put it in the blender, add a scoop of protein powder, put your liquid in there, and you're ready to go with a really nutritious drink that will fill you up, but doesn't take any time. Okay, that's brilliant. Number one, I love your setup. You look beautiful and everything around you is stunning. <laughs> and number two, I love smoothies. So that's a great idea because you're right. Early in the morning, waking up, coming over here to Good Morning Vale, I'm always like, I don't have time to do that. That's brilliant and so easy. That's an easy hack. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned like, too, if you're thinking about weight management, and one big thing you want to fo focus on is what's going to sustain your appetite, right? And so right. protein is key. And if you're making a smoothie, fruits and vegetables are great and there's fiber in there, but I always recommend throwing in a scoop of protein powder. Okay. Um, I particularly love, uh, Orgain has the plant-based protein powder because you're getting 21 grams of vegan protein in one scoop. You're getting four to seven grams of prebiotic and fiber. Okay. So clean organic nutrition, but it's really going to sustain your appetite. Um, and help you know to fuel you and keep you focused when you have those busy mornings. <laughs> that is very important for me. I feel like that's such a good point because you do, you know, you eat and then you feel a lot of times for me at least, I don't feel like I'm sustained throughout the day and that's when I start snacking and that is not the best thing. So what is the name of the protein powder, powder again that you mentioned? This is Orgain's plant-based protein powder. Okay. Um, and it's great because you could throw it into smoothies, but you could also bake with it. A lot of people don't realize that. Okay. So I add it into muffins, pancakes, you know, a really great way to maximize nutrition. Okay, awesome. I know those uh, muffins in front of you, I want to hear about that because that looks really good. <laughs> yeah, so muffins are my absolute go-to, you know, uh, when you're thinking about eating on the run. And normally when you think about a muffin, you might think, oh, added sugar and maybe not going to be as filling. But if you add in the protein powder, if you add in fresh vegetables and fruits, and you can even use, instead of added sugar, you can use pureed banana to make a muffin recipe. These can be made in advance, pop them in the microwave when you wanna have them. I keep them in my freezer for up to a month and oh, they wow. are a great way to get more quality nutrition for you or kids too. I mean, my kids love them. That's awesome. And Erin, you're talking to someone who is not the best um, cook slash baker, not at all. <laughs> but I know muffins are not the hardest thing to do. So that's a great alternative, even if you're like, I am and not very good in the kitchen. <laughs> You know, and if you're not good in the kitchen, which is fine, I can't say I'm a chef either. Uh, but one thing I would highly recommend stocking up on, and in my household, these are like a lifesaver during busy times of year, yeah. are ready-to-go nutrition shakes. Oh. Um, my kids cannot get enough of the Orgain Kids Organic Nutrition Shakes. Okay. These have eight grams of protein, three grams of fiber, and they're an excellent source of calcium and vitamin D. But my favorite part is they're shelf-stable. So oh. these can go in your car, your purse, the backpack, and you always have quality nutrition to take with you on the go. I love that. So for people with, I, I have two fur babies, but I am an auntie to many <laughs> of my friends' children. <laughs> so people with kids, that's great. Or if you're a little bit um, accident prone, like I am, that's good for on the go. You can, like you said, throw it in a person, just go, which is awesome. 
Oh yeah, and there's a whole line. Oregon has a whole line. So there's a you know, there's adult, there's children. So there's something awesome. for everyone. They taste amazing, um, but that shelf stable quality is you know key when you're busy. <laughs> awesome. And I know I wish I could talk to you all day about all of this. The food looks amazing. You're amazing. What is the last moment that you have to your right, or maybe it's to your I guess on your left, the little uh, lunch box. Oh, right here. So yeah. I have the muffin. Is this what you're talking about? And the, yeah, yeah. the oranges right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So really just trying to think about balance at meals, right? So think about where you're going to get your fiber, your fruits, your vegetables, adding in the protein. And you can mix it up and have variety, but it's that balance that's going to give you sustained energy throughout the day. That is so awesome. Erin, you're amazing. I I can see that why you would be such a good mother. Your kids must love, well, love you because you're awesome. And also, you seem like you're really on board with keeping them healthy. <laughs> Thank you so much. I try. <laughs> you do a great job. <laughs> well, oh, thank you so much. Erin, my last question being this, out of everything that you could tell, I know that you are a well-sought-out nutritionist. What would you say is the one thing to keep, you know, doing the right thing for your physical, mental health as far as nutrition is concerned? Just focus on balance and don't try to be perfect, okay? We all try to do too much. <laughs> it's never going to happen. <laughs> you know, just think about every day what's one thing you can do to improve your health. And honestly, what I have found that makes the biggest um, impact for most people is to just take a little time out each night and plan and prepare for the next day in advance, whether it's leaving your clothes out, yeah. whether it's making your lunch and snack in advance or your breakfast the next day. But whatever you can do in advance takes the pressure off. It takes the stress off. And you're not trying to make those decisions in the moment. Uh, thank you, Erin. You're awesome. If you get an email, I have so many more questions. <laughs> we really appreciate <laughs> you joining us on Good Morning Vale. And I hope you have a brilliant day and keep it right here for more Good Morning Vale. So great to see you. And <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Erin. Experience the beauty of fall on the rails of the Leadville Railroad. Take in the cool mountain breeze as you climb to 11,000 feet to watch the vibrant reds, oranges, and golds of fall come alive. Enjoy delicious hot beverages, learn some history, and relax with family and friends. Even your pets can enjoy a ride on the train. Offering daily trips, the weekend specials sell out fast. To secure your seat, book today at LeadvilleRailroad.com. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Hi friends, welcome to Gerald R. Ford Amphitheater, also known as The Amp, a place that is home to some amazing musical acts all summer long. And what better place to watch live music than this outdoor venue? It wouldn't be summer in Vail without The Amp, an open-air venue surrounded by the Rocky Mountains. It manages to be both majestic and intimate. 
From humble beginnings to being the center of Vail Arts and Culture, the AMP has had a rich history, including several remodels since it opened in 1987. In fact, according to the AMP's Facebook page, in the early 80s, many locals had a hard time understanding why a ski town needed a summertime venue. And with endless construction, many people even wondered if it would ever be completed. But thanks to the perseverance of the Vail Valley Foundation and the Ford family, the venue was finally built in 1987 and held its first major performance headlined by Willie Nelson. The AMP continued to draw in big acts and loyal fans. One of those fans was Morgan Russell. He frequented the free Hot Summer Nights concerts that have been going on since the late 80s. And when he realized he could turn his love of live music into a career, well, it was a dream come true for him. I've been working here for three years, and it's my absolute favorite place in the world. Um, I've never loved a job like I love this one. Being exposed to such a wide variety of entertainment, he says his taste in music has expanded over the years. I love learning about stuff that I'm not familiar with. Uh, we had Marin Morris, who's this big pop country singer, and you know the crowd was fantastic, amazing. We had Lindsey Sterling, who does this electric violin performance that's choreographed, and it's got this big dance component. It's a fixed capacity venue with an ability to squeeze in around 3,000 people in total, including the lawn and pavilion combined. But if a show sells out, which it often does, there's an attractive alternative. One of the wonderful things about this place is it's adjacent to a public park uh, so when it sells out people just go to the park or the lovely gardens next door or the creek next door um, there's a lot of places to enjoy the music if you're not in the venue and speaking of the gardens next door they were named the betty ford alpine gardens in 1988 betty was of course the wife of former president gerald r ford the amp's namesake and the garden is known as the highest botanical garden in the world with the garden, the creek, the park, the mountains, you have a natural environment that's hard to compete with. For me, that's what makes it so special. And I would much rather enjoy that music in an outdoor setting like this than in a concert hall. And many of the acts feel similarly. They're blown away. And um, consistently people come to the venue for the first time and their jaws literally drop. They look around and say, how have we never been here before? Uh, can we come back? There's so much to look forward to at the AMP all summer long, including Bravo Vale, the free Hot Summer Nights concerts, Vale Dance Festival, and several national touring acts. Beavery Corporation on July 15th that we're really excited about, followed by Old Crow Medicine Show the next day, and then Camp on the 17th. So, you know, three big shows back to back to back. Remember to bring a picnic, a rain poncho just in case, and for transportation, well, here's a suggestion. Ride your bike. Um, that's the best way to get here from pretty much anywhere in Vail. To ride your bike along the creek to arrive here, you know, just it just connects the whole thing. You ride past the Alpine Gardens and you get to enjoy the flowers and the nature. A bike ride, a picnic, some live music. Sounds like a plan. Be sure to check out grfavail.com for more upcoming events. For TV8 in Vail, I'm Avisha Scarborough. TV8, there's more for you on 92. Serving the local community 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado.
This weather report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the TBA Weather Center. Let's take a look at that weather for this Monday. 8 a.m., 57 degrees, a high of 84. Rain, 20% chance and mostly sunny. Winds south to southwest at 10 miles per hour. So gorgeous day out there. Make sure to soak up that summertime sunshine. 8 a.m., 57 degrees and sunny. Noon, 74 and sunny. 4 p.m., 79. A little bit of cloud coverage heading our direction around that time. And then 8 p.m., cooling off. Temperatures cooling off at 69 and partly cloudy. So a beautiful Monday to get on out there and soak up that sunshine. Let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. Eagle, 89 degrees. Avon 85 degrees and 20% chance of rain. Vale 84 and Denver 98 degrees. So summer is still here. A low of 54 degrees tonight, 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy, and sunset at 7.55. Winds south, south to southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a look at that week ahead. Tuesday, it looks like scattered thunderstorms, 80 degrees. Wednesday, same precipitation, 76 thatter scattered thunderstorms and then Thursday, Friday and Saturday some rain heading our direction with scattered thunderstorms so we're going to get some of that precipitation and cooler temperatures as you can see Saturday 73 degrees. I hope you have a great day out there and keep it right here for more TV8. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 7 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoreboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. 
our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to the neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. All things, I'm stoked about all things holistic and healing, so let's take a look. Hi everyone, I'm Julio Garcia and I'm in Eagle today where I'm going to be chatting with Simone Leibarger of Violet Light. and She's going to be guiding us through the fascinating world of alternative medicine, self-growth, and personal well-being. Let's go meet Simone to hear all about her practices and everything she's got to show us. I am joined here today with a very special guest, Simone Leibarger from Violet Light. We are in her studio, in her space, in her temple, and we are so fortunate that she was um, that she allowed us to open up her space and allowed us in her space to talk about all the amazing work that she does, um, to talk about alternative medicine, personal well-being, self-growth, uh, things that are just so important for all of us to partake in and find different ways to be better versions of ourselves. So, Simona, thank you so much for oh. your time and for allowing us the space to be here today. You're so kind. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, allow me to talk a little bit about what I do here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very excited. I've known you for a few years now, Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't think we had ever had the chance to, as I was just mentioning off camera, to really sit down and, and hear a little bit about your story, your background. Um, I know a little bit about what you do, but I'm very excited to just learn more because um, I know you've expanded and you're always offering such amazing work to our community. So um, I'm Thank very you. excited. And I would like to start off, if you just want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your story, um, your background, anything you want to share in terms of who is Simone? Oh, wow. That's <laughs> how much time we have. Um, so thank you. No, yeah, we met uh, doing uh, the Misalumi Charco videos, right? Mm -hmm. So we were trying to, during COVID, to bring some relief, some some emotional balance to the community through uh, that channel uh, that the county was providing. So we I was like, Julio, it's not uploading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you were awesome helping me out with of all course. of that. So um, I've been in the Valley for about 17 years now. And uh, I came here just because I wanted to make some money and move uh, to Europe to do my master's degree in something. Okay. Uh, I studied linguistics back home. And actually, I came back after my, my time here working at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came back and I fell in love. 
typical story. Yeah, as, as it tends to happen. <laughs> so I stayed, and that is 17 years uh, ago. Uh, so I worked in the Valley for about 10 years as a medical interpreter. And in that job, uh, I saw a lot of uh, things that... Um, it was maybe lacking in the sense of what, what are this person's emotion? You come in for a shoulder pain, but that shoulder pain creates depression, creates a lot of uh, problems at home because right. you're not being able to provide maybe as you used to. Mm -hmm. So I felt that maybe I could give something uh, to the community that would create another side of medicine that is not just the physical side mm -hmm. of traditional medicine. And that's kind of how I had been already studying for myself because I've always been interested in these subjects. Okay. But then I decided, well, maybe I'll turn this into a, to a business. And people were like, but what is it you do? And I, and I felt a lot of fear and a lot of um, uh, doubt mm -hmm. that I could actually provide anything because there was so much that is unknown and I don't know something just happened something just came and it's like you know what just do it and maybe work on the educational part people don't know what you do okay so then educate them right. what is that you do what is uh, alternative medicine because we're talking about 10 to 7 years ago when it was not this prevalent yeah. it was not this obvious as it is now right. which I'm really happy to see the growth so that's how I started just because I saw that people would leave an appointment crying. But what am I going to do? What about my children? I can't work. Mm -hmm. and, and it was a whole lot of mental issues and emotional issues that a medicine for the shoulder is not going to give. Right. And it's not going to follow up as it needed to. It, it kind of went beyond that is what you saw. So much. Um, and you mentioned, obviously, alternative medicine, which I feel like everything you do kind of falls under that. Right. Um, so tell us a little bit about what is alternative medicine and some of those practices or services that you offer within that branch of alternative medicine mm -hmm. um, that, that kind of help that the person has. Because I kind of see it as like you're helping the person as a whole almost. Right, Not right. just one specific thing, but you're kind of treating everything. So tell us a little bit about how that all kind of works. Exactly. So alternative medicine is a term that is used to anything that is not traditional medicine, that okay. is not conventional medicine. So when we are talking about meditation, um, med um, yoga, uh, aromatherapy, Reiki, Ayurveda, herbal uh, uses mm -hmm. for medicine and so many other practices that maybe I don't do, but they're also uh, listed as alternative medicine. Okay. They mostly come from uh, this sense that, again, you are not just one piece. You are an entire system that is trying to heal. Mm -hmm. So in, in order for your shoulder to heal, there is a system that is not just physical. Because if you're less stressed, if you're not depressed, if you're less concerned, your healing process is a lot faster. Okay. But there's a lot of things that we suffer that are not physical and they cannot be measured. If you go to a doctor and say, hey doctor, I'm having this issue, and you go through a, 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 some tests, right? And the doctor comes back to you like, no, you don't have anything. Everything mm -hmm. is fine. Mm -hmm. And you're like, how am I fine? Yeah. I'm not fine. I can feel it. Well, it's because 
we don't have the tools yet to measure energy, to measure emotions, to measure thought, mm -hmm. right? Your doctor is not going to do a tomography to measure your levels of stress. Right. It can measure because you have high blood pressure, because you have a stomach ulcer, because you're having heart issues. Mm -hmm. That is the body giving manifestations that there's something out of balance. Mm -hmm. And alternative medicine, if you come with a symptom, that's the part that I'm the least interested in. Okay. I want to know... Did you have an argument that could have spiked your blood pressure? Mm -hmm. Are you a stressed person? Are you a nervous person? Are you a person that doesn't know how to express your emotions and that could be creating your ulcer? Mm -hmm. I want to know who you are and not the symptoms. And that's how we treat people in alternative medicine, like you said, as a whole. Right. That's why it started with the holistic mm -hmm. term, right? Oh, it's a holistic system because you're not just one part of you and much less just the physical. We are way beyond the physical. So it's a style of life, right? Yeah. Meditation. And, and also it's a medicine that is more preventive than, okay, it's too late. Now we need medicine. Okay. Now we need surgery. We can prevent, we can uh, avoid things to become worse, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and just also be a complementary alternative to the treatment that you're already having with traditional medicine, but you also need that other part of you that the follow-up and the, 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 the continuum of, of change in you, yeah. so your body can heal. Yeah, and I love that perspective of we're more than just physical beings you know we come with with emotions our spirituality right, all those things right, are right. interconnected and the perspective that you give of like what might be the root cause that's causing some of these physical symptoms um i think that perspective is just very very interesting and very um impactful too yeah i mean uh we we're still recovering from a really a uh, uh, horrific thing that happened in the whole world, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you go and, and get a pill for your grief? Right. Or yeah. how do you get a pill for uh, your relationship with your partner? Yeah. There's a lot of things that are not just in the physical body, but, you know, it, it's still impacting your life. Because right. if you were stressed at home, you're probably stressed in traffic, yeah. and you're probably stressed at work, and you're probably stressed with your kids, yeah. We don't we don't have to live like this. Yeah. Good morning, Belle. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde con una repetición de 7 y media a 8, así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary extreme escapes, and the most amazing cutting edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's safe. <laughs> 
Hi everyone, I'm Julio Garcia and I'm in Eagle today where I'm going to be chatting with Simone Leibarger of Violet Light and she's going to be guiding us through the fascinating world of alternative medicine, self-growth and personal well-being. Let's go meet Simone to hear all about her practices and everything she's got to show us. Obviously, we are in your in your space where a lot of these practices happen. Mm -hmm. um, talk to us a little bit about what happens here. Um, what kind of services you offer in this space when you mm -hmm. talk about Reiki, meditation, aromatherapy. You know, we see things all over the walls and stuff. So what happens in this space yeah. in particular? Yeah, so here uh, I can offer the, the healing sessions. So Reiki, singing bowl sessions, uh, which is another form of alternative medicine, mm -hmm. aromathe aromatherapy sessions with the Reiki as well. Okay. There's another therapy called Ho'oponopono mm -hmm. that is a therapy for forgiveness and to heal memories uh, that was created for the Kahuna people in Hawaii. Okay. Uh, oh. So that is uh, held here. Sometimes I have people laying down on the floor and do, we do a sound bath, okay. uh, crystal healing as well, color therapy. Uh, so there's a lot of things that happen here. Meditation mostly does not happen here unless it is a private session. Okay. Uh, meditation, I'm really, really happy to have this, the, the collaboration with the libraries in Eagle and in Avon. Mm -hmm. So we have the meditations uh, in both locations. Yeah. But here and outside as well, so we can be with nature, listen to the birds and, and the creek running through. Yeah. Uh, those are two spaces uh, in the temple that we can and have more of the personalized individual sessions. Okay. And, I mean, honestly, it's such a unique space. It's such a peaceful space. We were just outside before this, and you can hear the creek uh, running right behind the gazebo. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think the experience you create, you know, has a lot to do with it. And the space you have created, too, I can tell that you've put a lot of effort and time and passion into all of this yeah. um, to really create that for the people that you are um, that you are treating. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So speaking of all these services and everything that you offer, because you do a lot, how can, how did these passions kind of start or how did you, uh, were, how are you able to do all of this? Did you get, you know, any type of trainings, education, like kind of what does that formation look like for you to be able to um, offer these services? Yeah, absolutely. So Violet Light is going to turn seven in November. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe my baby is, is, is growing yeah. so much. But I have been studying this for maybe 20 years, okay. depending on what we're talking about here. There's just always been an interest of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, for aromatherapy, for example, I, I was diagnosed with a serious situation that I would need surgery uh, with time if I, if I couldn't uh, be healed by the medication I was taking. Mm -hmm. And then I found uh, this component, I found this, this blend uh, that started to help me. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's something here that I don't know. So I, I, I'm a seeker yeah. and, and I'm a really self-thought in a lot of things. Um, so when I started to think of becoming a professional, then I started to create uh, getting certification. So I did get a certification with Catherine Zeeb here in Colorado. She used to be in AdWords. She is no longer with us. Mm -hmm. uh, so she was my first master. We refer in Reiki as our masters. Then I went to Brazil and India or just reading anywhere else uh, to get uh, the core of these places because they have different approaches to the mm -hmm. same technique as well. 
well. Um, then I got certified in clinical aromatherapy by Aroma Head uh, uh, Institute, which is also a place where I got most of my my essential oils. Uh, then we're talking just expansion of it. So uh, singing Tibetan singing bowls, I got a certification in India. I got a 300-hour certification uh, for meditation to be a wow. teacher. And I can keep going yeah. on and on because I, uh, it's, it's just part of me to, to provide the best. Uh, and, and if I know more, and I spend a lot of time uh, reading, taking classes, I take philosophy classes a lot, that helps me uh, to, to um, have a better understanding of how people see life and, yeah. and how they understand what they're going through. Yeah. I got certified in crystal healing as well, so wow. yes. <laughs> I can relate to you a lot just in terms of like always seeking, always learning, mm-hmm. always, you know. Um, I do that a lot too. I'm always reading. I'm always thinking, okay, how can I learn more or just be a better version of, of right, ourselves? And, right. and that kind of translates to the work that you do. So Thank you. Um, that is very amazing. Now, um, how, I mean, this is, I know this is a very complex question, but uh, what advice would you give to anyone or what would be kind of those first steps to lead a a more, I don't want to say healthier life, but, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, a life that takes into account all those all those aspects of our lives, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, right, right. and then lead a healthier lifestyle in, in one of those ways or, or kind of in all of those ways. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. <laughs> Another question of, of time, but um, if I can say, first it is to understand that you're not just the body. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling something, that is an alert, that is a manifestation that you are not in balance. So if you're always tired, if everything triggers you, if you have no patience to be with the ones around you, whether at home or at work, uh, a lot of times also we numb our emotions mm-hmm. through alcohol, drugs, shopping, you know, people yeah. hoarding, yeah. Um, or not having time for yourself. Those are all little things that you can realize like, hmm, this is not working for me. This is not making me happy. I keep buying shoes and shoes and more shoes and I'm still not happy. Yeah. <laughs> I keep eating and eating and eating and I'm still not satisfied. Um, so imagine that you are in the bus and, and you see someone that interests you, mm-hmm. that calls your attention because you find this person beautiful or just the way this person looks. And this person looks at you back and you just look at each other. But then the bus stops and the person goes. Mm-hmm. And there goes your chance. So I feel like alternative medicine is that chance. I feel like alternative medicine would be like, give it a try. Give it a try to see how we can incorporate for you to have a better life. Because mm-hmm. I feel like for some reason we learn to just push yeah. and push through and push through. No, but I got to work. No, but I got to do this. And eventually your body's not going to be able to handle anymore. Yeah. So then the diseases start to show up and the issues start to show up. So don't miss out in something that can be giving you the best self. For Like you said, how can you be a be- better version of you mm-hmm. just by preventive medicine and not the medicine that you go to when it's too late and then you have to do more serious procedures? Mm-hmm. 
that, that would be my, my advice. Do things for you consistently that make you feel better all yeah. the time. Because you should feel better all the time, not just yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And I, I think that's a friendly reminder for myself as well, too, to like, you know, always make sure you're, you're listening to your body, you're taking care of it, you're doing these things that will help you lead a healthier lifestyle. And I love that. And I love that analogy, too, of the bus and all that. I love that. So... Um, I want to ask before we finalize, um, you mentioned your meditations in the libraries and your collaboration. Talk to us a little bit more about that because I know they're free. Yes. Um, so yes. you, um, I love that you're offering that opportunity for folks who want to maybe try out meditation um, and you are offering both English and Spanish. So right, tell right. us more a little bit about that because I think that's a, an incredible resource for the community. Yeah, yeah. So that could not happen without the wonderful and great people from our Eagle County Department of Public Health. So there's quite a few people. There's a wonderful team there that have trusted me uh, to create this program. This program has been running for four years now. Uh, of course, we were doing it online during COVID. Right. Uh, but uh, we just started offering in 2020 offering meditation in gypsum, in eagle, in address, and in avon in January. And then in March, everything obviously got shut down. So we're still in that process of recovering all of these programs and these offerings. So thanks to them, I am able to offer these meditations for free. So every Monday in Eagle uh, at 6 o'clock, at the library in Eagle, we have the meditation in English, okay. uh, thanks to them. We have some workshops where I teach people, you know, some herbs, how how you can use uh, herbs or, or uh, nature elements right. for healing uh, or how to have more harmony in your life. There's so many things that we've been teaching. Uh, and the sessions, the individual sessions are at a very, very affordable price, thanks to them. So, yeah, so I, I, I'm really grateful to have the collaboration of the library and also the, the great support from uh, the Eagle County Department of Public Health. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I've been to a couple meditation sessions, and it's just always nice to have that time to disconnect and, you know, to kind of have a little peaceful moment within the chaos of, of our daily lives. Right, right. Um, so I would like to conclude if you want to share um your contact information, how can folks get a hold of you if they want to come in for an individual session here or any of the services you offer, if they want to come to a meditation class, how can they go about contacting you? Yeah, so again, meditation classes every Monday at 6 p.m. at the Library in Eagle. And any other questions or clarifications, please give me a call or send me a text because sometimes I'm busy with uh, with clients and it's hard to to answer the phone, but text is much easier. So 970 Three six six seven three eighty seven. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, thank Simone. You. It's been a pleasure. Like I said, I was very excited to learn more about what you all do, and um, I think what you are able to bring to this community is so important. And uh, just bringing a different perspective, I think, you know, is, a, is always a good place to start. If, if um, folks maybe are unfamiliar with what you do, I think you know this is a great opportunity for everyone to learn. A little bit more about what you do and thank you once again for your time and for allowing us into your space thank you and congratulations thank to this you. position at tva i wish you all the ab- abundance and prosperity in thank your you life so much. i appreciate it well thank you so much everyone for tuning in keep it right here for more of tv8 good morning babe. 
Snap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vail Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vail. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at dvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I do. So even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at that weather for this Monday. 8 a.m., 57 degrees, a high of 84. Rain, 20% chance and mostly sunny. Winds south to southwest at 10 miles per hour. So gorgeous day out there. Make sure to soak up that summertime sunshine. 8 a.m., 57 degrees and sunny. Noon, 74 and sunny. 4 p.m., 79, a little bit of cloud coverage heading our direction around that time. And then 8 p.m., cooling off. Temperatures cooling off at 69 and partly cloudy. So a beautiful Monday to get on out there and soak up that sunshine. Let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. Eagle, 89 degrees. 
degrees. Avon, 85 degrees and 20% chance of rain. Vail, 84 and Denver, 98 degrees. So summer is still here. <laughs> a low of 54 degrees tonight, 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy and sunset at 755. Winds south, south to southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a look at that week ahead. Tuesday, it looks like scattered thunderstorms, 80 degrees. Wednesday, same precipitation, 76 scattered thunderstorms. And then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, some rain heading our direction with scattered thunderstorms. So we're gonna get some of that precipitation and cooler temperatures, as you can see, Saturday, 73 degrees. I hope you have a great day out there and keep it right here for more TV8. Hi, this is Maddie Evans and you're watching the TV8 Visitors Bureau right here where I'm standing. We're at the Lion's Head bus stop. Now, if you're looking to make your way from Lion's Head to Vail Village, this is the place you want to be because the in-town bus runs here pretty frequently. You can catch it every 10 to 15 minutes on the dot right here and they've got a nice countdown so that you'll know when that bus is approaching and how far away it is and then there's multiple bus stops along the way making sure you get to the right place and all you have to do to request a bus stop in the in-town buses is pull the cord and you're set to get off the bus. Now that we've made our way here into Vail Village, you can go explore all of the great shops and restaurants that they have over here, but there are so many great stops along the way on the in-town bus route. You can stop at the library, or you can stop at the medical center, or you can stop in Solaris. There are so many of them to stop and enjoy, and especially when the hustle and bustle of the town is taking place. Now, if you did park over in Lion's Head, it's really easy. All you have to do is wait 15 minutes, jump right back on the bus, and we'll deliver you to the parking structure. Thank you so much for watching this edition of the Visitors Bureau. If there's anything else you need to know or if you want to see, make sure you contact us and we'll get it made for you. That's been it for this episode of the TV8 Visitors Bureau. We'll see you next time. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi, I'm Ben Roof and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. This show spotlights the latest innovations to create a greener planet. Join us next time as we explore new green ideas and present interesting green stories and show you how some people are becoming real green. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, 
full bike overhauls and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Welcome back to the show. We are speaking to Bill Humbert, a well-known recruiter who is going to give us some advice on how to begin our careers if we were younger and a little bit more on how to try and encourage youth employment and the advantages that that can provide for us. So welcome here. <laughs> welcome, Bill Humbert. Hey, Ben. Thanks. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. So you're talking a little bit about how to encourage youth employment. And is there anything that you have personally that experienced that set you off on your path? I do. You know, you talked uh, earlier about working at 10, I think. I think I beat you by a year. I got my first uh, Washington Daily News paper route at age nine. and, And that was a business because... They would deliver the papers to me, and then at the end of the month, they'd send me a bill, and then I'd have to collect from all of my customers and then send them what I owe them, and the balance was for me. So um, at age 10, I started a Washington Post paper route, and that paper route was really fun. I, I was making $140 a month quite a bit of that on tips because I was getting up at four o'clock in the morning as a 10 year old and delivering papers to all of my customers, over a hundred of them and getting them out before they had their first coffee. (coughs) Excuse me. And I made $140 a month, which today is, excuse me, the equivalent of $1,500 per month. That's pretty incredible. And as I know that as when I was working as a kid, it was definitely nice to have a little bit of that of my own money. But more importantly, it helped me with the skills of talking about money and really trying to help manage that. Is that something that you found? Absolutely. You know, a lot of my money that I made, I put right into savings. <clears throat> so at age 12, I went to my dad and I said, you know, the public school system wants to put me into shop class. I'm smarter than that. They don't take into account my getting up early in the morning and delivering papers and collecting for them at night. And I said, so I I applied to DeMatha Catholic High School in Hyattsville, Maryland, 
And I was accepted after taking the test, and they put me in the top college prep class. And my dad said, I can't afford to send you to private school. I said, eh, no problem. I'm making $400 or $140 a month. The math that costs $450 for the year, I got it covered. So I paid my way through high school, through the high school I wanted to go with the money that I made for my paper route. That's pretty fantastic. And so why did you choose that school in particular? Was it because of that college prep opportunity or was there some other particular reason? Well, you know, of course you have friends that uh, are bragging about where they're going to go to high school and stuff like that. And But at the same time, instead of being in shop class, I'd be in college prep and I knew I was smart enough to be in college prep. So I wanted to be at the place that would put me in college prep. Totally. So when when we're starting out our careers as young adults, what is something that that can really help us with? I know that there's that constant refrain in the United States of like, you know, many, many millionaires and billionaires started working really young, even started at McDonald's. Um, is there anything that you might recommend for kids to really look for when they're trying to get that first job, when they're really starting out on their first career? Well, the important thing about first jobs is just to start working and learn what it is that you like doing in the workplace and also what it is you do not like doing. You know, I did some research before we had our interview and I thought, I wonder how many millionaires got their start at McDonald's. It's amazing. There's a list. Jeff Bezos of Amazon, founded Amazon and Blue Origin, and it's worth $94 billion. He's got his start at McDonald's. Um, rapper Pharrell Williams, a model and actress Andy McDowell, um, singer-songwriter Andy uh, Grammer, TV personality and author Star Jones. You know, if you just go to Google and say, what millionaires worked at McDonald's, they'll tell you. And it's just, it's amazing how important those first jobs are because that's when we develop our work ethic. Absolutely. It was one of the most important things that I learned when I was very first starting out working was to not just stand around. Like, if looks like you could help, help. Don't wait for somebody to ask for help or tell you that you need to do something to constantly be on the lookout for another way to contribute value and to help. What about from the perspective of the employers? Is there any reason that you think that an employer in particular should try and take a risk on somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience in the job market or has never had a real job before? You know, it's not that big a risk. They're not paying tons of money. Obviously, they're paying more than what I was working back then. But, you know, they they're, it's not a huge risk for them. You know, Walmart's constantly hiring and looking for people who are motivated. The All of the uh, fast food places are always looking for help. And so those first jobs, the employers know that this person needs to be trained and and kind of motivated and, you know, even mentored on if you're stocking shelves, what to look for and how to bring product out to the front. So once you start learning what's needed, 
then you're developing a reputation for doing those things. And then that helps build you uh, references for your future for the even better jobs. Speaking of those references, is that something that you think a lot of those students could be looking for in those first jobs is a mentorship opportunity and really trying to look to build a mentor relationship with somebody? Or would you recommend just really trying to get a little bit more of a feel for things and during those spring breaks take some opportunities to try different jobs and kind of work around? I know that a lot of recruiters say that you know, you want to try and stay at a place for at least a year, if not two, before moving on to another opportunity. What would you say about that? It depends on the level you are. If you're a new person, then, you know, maybe not. Maybe it's one of those things where you uh, go and you stay six months, a year. You don't need to be there two years. But stay there for a little bit of time, enough time to develop the skills that you need to leverage those to your next job. So that's what I would suggest about the early jobs. Now, once you've graduated from college, if you go to college or if you go into trades, stay there for a longer period of time because there's going to be more to learn. That totally makes sense. I mean, I know that some jobs like stocking shelves, for example, that might not be quite as much to learn as some more complicated things like a plumber's assistant. But if we're moving on to how these students can get in touch with potential employers, how would you recommend that employers who are either looking for high school students or high school students who are looking for their first job to kind of help get in touch with each other? Well, finding an entry-level job is easy. <laughs> you, you can go into a shopping center and line up a, a job like Battered. Here in Park City, Utah, you go up Main Street and there's help wanted signs all the way up and down Main Street. So those are just walk in and say, hey, uh, you know what? I see you're hiring people. What are you looking for? And if it's something you feel you can do, I mean, it could be a cashier position. It can be stocking shelves. It can be a greeter, maybe. So, you know, by the way, greeters need to know where things are. <laughs> uh, so there's all kinds of opportunities, uh, landscaping, construction, follow whatever your interest is and see if it is something you want to do long term or not. Would you have any recommendations for businesses trying to reach out to people entering the job market? And I know that there's a pretty consistent hiring shortage across the West right now. Is there anything that you think that some businesses could do to help encourage new people to enter their workforce? Well, absolutely. You know, one of the things you want to do, if you keep seeing the same person coming in, say, hey, let's uh, let's get together because uh, it looks like you, you like our shop. And, uh, you know, would you like to work here and get a discount on the things that you're buying? And they come in more than once a week or is, they're very interested in whatever it is that that business has to offer, fast food or not. Those are the people you want to talk to first. The other thing is, you know, be friendly with people. And then when they come to check out, just say, hey, um, you know, we're looking to hire someone to stock shelves, someone to be a cashier. Who do you know that you would recommend to us to talk to? And then ask, do you have their phone number? And then give them a call. 
Recruiting is a sales process. What about for businesses that aren't quite as active in the community, I guess, is maybe not active, but that don't have quite of a social presence, like a landscaper or a construction company. They don't have a storefront, and they don't necessarily have people walking in. Well, you network. Um, you talk to everybody you know. You talk to your customers. Your customers may even have children that they would like to get motivated and out of the house and into a job just so that they can start learning how to work. So it's it's a networking process. And, and you know, as I coach career seekers, many times what I hear from them is, but I don't know how to network. And I laugh and I say, you're just being silly now. <laughs> and, and they go, why do you say that? And I say, because you've been networking since you were four. Remember when you were four years old and a brother or sister or a friend walked by with an ice cream cone? Didn't you say, where'd you get that? That's networking. Yeah, I mean, everybody has friends. And leveraging our friends network is a great way to get out there. One last question I have before I let you out. Um, do you have any recommendations for a book to any of our, you know, listeners or viewers who might just be trying to start in the job market, any book that you might recommend that help them get, to help them get started? Absolutely, Ben. You know, um, one of the best books that I've ever read for recruiting primarily professionals, but it applies to everybody, is this book right here, Top Grading, um, How Leading Companies Win by Hiring, Coaching, and Keeping the Best People and it's by Dr. Bradford Smart. And in this book, one of the questions he suggests that managers ask employees or candidates, did you work in high school? And if they said yes, then you ask, you know, what did you do? And then you ask, why did you work in high school? And if they say, you know, I found that I could have financial freedom. I could buy the things I wanted with my money instead of having to go to mom and dad. And and then as a result of all of that, I learned some financial literacy. That's the right answer. If they said, mom and dad made me go to work, <laughs> that shows a little bit of a lack of motivation. Well, that totally sounds reasonable to me and a great thing to look for in potential employees. Bill, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Is there any way that people can reach you or get a hold of you if they have further questions? I'm easy to find. I'm recruiterguide.com. And uh, if you want to talk to me, either from my talent attraction business side of things or from career search or even proper goal setting, I'm at, uh, you can just go to recruiterguide.com and click with speak with Bill and that'll put you on my calendar. Well, Bill, thank you so much for your time, and we appreciate you stopping by. And thank you so much. Thank you, Ben. It was nice chatting with you. Nice talking to you, too. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this segment. We're going to go take a short break, and we will return in just a minute. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? 
All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. For TV8 in Vail, I'm Avisha Scarborough at the Gerald R. Ford Amphitheater. We'll see you next time. Hi friends, welcome to a little behind the scenes. I'm Avisha Scarborough, and I'm so excited to be part of the team at TV8 in Vail. I love the outdoor lifestyle here, I love the arts and culture, and I love being part of this community. My show is called Vail Vibes with Avisha, where I tell you about all the amazing activities going on here in Vail and surrounding areas all year round. America was built on a love for the outdoors. We are a nation of sportsmen, blessed with magnificent natural resources. With broad interests across water and field, we are united in our devotion to nature and conservation. Join us every week for the best shows celebrating the outdoor lifestyle. Outdoor America. Live free. This weather report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at that weather for this Monday. 8 a.m., 57 degrees, a high of 84. Rain, 20% chance and mostly sunny. Winds south to southwest at 10 miles per hour. So gorgeous day out there. Make sure to soak up that summertime sunshine. 8 a.m., 57 degrees and sunny. Noon, 74 and sunny. 4 p.m., 79. A little bit of cloud coverage heading our direction around that time. And then 8 p.m., cooling off. Temperatures cooling off at 69 and partly cloudy. So a beautiful Monday to get on out there and soak up that sunshine. Let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. Eagle, 89 degrees. Avon 85 degrees and 20% chance of rain. Vail 84 and Denver 98 degrees. So summer is still here. A low of 54 degrees tonight, 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy, and sunset at 7.55. Winds south, south to southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a look at that week ahead. Tuesday, it looks like scattered thunderstorms, 80 degrees. Wednesday, same precipitation, 76 scattered thunderstorms. And then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 
some rain heading our direction with scattered thunderstorms. So we're going to get some of that precipitation and cooler temperatures. As you can see, Saturday, 73 degrees. I hope you have a great day out there and keep it right here for more TV8. Monday. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vail 